listening to Transformative Coaching. This is Nina Madhok. Welcome to today's episode. Today's podcast is all about how we sometimes behave in ways that reinforce our thinking. I read a quote the other day that said, unchallenged perceptions are really reality, but they have the power to shape it. Somehow this quote resonated with what I'm about to say in today's podcast. Have you ever been in a situation where another person is behaving in a way that you don't like? Perhaps it goes against some of your values. Perhaps they're being dishonest. It could be in the workplace. It could be with a family or friend. But the situation somehow between you and them seems to get more and more difficult and you can't quite work out why. Well, in these situations, it can sometimes be difficult to see our own part. We play a part in every relationship that we have. Whether or not our focus is on the other person and what they're doing, our own behavior influences that relationship. With a funny survival mechanism, a legacy of the way we've evolved, it's something called a confirmation bias. Some of you may well have come across this. We have a tendency to look for data and information that reinforces our own thoughts. Let's consider a simple example. Perhaps there's someone in your life who you don't quite trust. They behave in a way that seems to serve their own self-interest. They don't consider you. They don't consider your needs and they don't consider what you consider to be the right thing to do. I see this popping up time and time again in the workplace. Many clients will talk to me about their colleagues or their bosses how they don't loop them into discussions, they exclude them from important information and conversations. And sometimes they're not really transparent over projects and new pieces of work coming up. Is this something that sounds familiar to you? Consider for a moment how you behave when you're confronted with this type of behavior in another person. Do you in turn decide to loop them into discussions and keep the transparency? Or do you in fact behave in a similar way? When you see that they're not considering your needs and they're not including you in situations, do you do the same? Do you decide that actually it's better to protect yourself and exclude them from important discussions? Close down the transparency and stop copying them into emails? Quite often that is what I see. When someone behaves in a way towards us that we dislike, Instead of us choosing to stay firm to what we believe and how we see our value system, we in fact adopt their behavior. And we go into protection mode. And in protection mode, we're replicating what they're doing. Of course, this creates a spiral. The other person, maybe not trusting people around them, is behaving in a way that then reinforces their own thinking. And if we flip this round, perhaps you're in the same situation. You're that person who initially is not trusting other people and is not looping them into discussions, not being transparent with them, not confronting them when things arise. And perhaps your actions are creating a similar mirrored response in other people around you. And in turn, they're reinforcing your thinking that the world is an unsafe place and you can't trust people. Does this spiral in a relationship sound at all familiar to you? Perhaps you're not facing it at work. Maybe you're facing it with a loved one, maybe with a friend. 
Either way, it's a similar situation. Now the question is, what can we do about this when we start to notice this happening? Well, the first important thing is to identify what our part in this situation is. Now we do naturally have a confirmation bias. And by that I mean, we can behave in a way that reinforces our own beliefs. We tend to look for data and information in other people that confirms what we thought. So if we think the world can't be trusted, we'll look for signs that other people can't be trusted. So we start by identifying our part. Are we the instigator? Are we the one who's starting off by not trusting the world? Or are we reacting to what someone else is doing? And in what way are we reacting? Do our reactions stay true to what we really believe? Or are they mirroring the other person? And the second question we need to ask ourselves is, how can we break this spiral once we start to notice it? So next time you notice yourself disturbed by someone else's actions, first pause to let the emotion run through you. Give your body and mind time to process it. If you don't give yourself this space, whether that's 10 minutes a day or a week, however long you need, you will always behave from a position of reactivity. One that's just reacting to the environment and the situation you're in. Not one that necessarily confirms your own value system. So first pause, take a deep breath, perhaps go for a walk. You'll often hear me say, go for a walk without your mobile phone. It's a very powerful thing to do, even if it's just 10 minutes. And then, instead of focusing on what you feel the other person is doing wrong, turn it towards yourself. Ask yourself how you would have liked the other person to behave, and what's being triggered in you when they behave in a different way. And then ask yourself how you'd feel if you behave in a similar way to them. What parts of your value system will you start to be going against? And what will end up being the negative spiral? And is that a spiral that you want? If you feel yourself seeking a sense of justice or revenge, ask yourself whether you'll feel better off at the end of this spiral. And if you are making assumptions about why they're behaving in a certain way, ask yourself if there's any evidence you can find that contradicts your story, that contradicts the version of the story that you're telling about their behavior. It can be powerful to find contradictory evidence because it breaks this idea of the confirmation bias. It stops us finding more and more evidence that tells us that the other person cannot be trusted and that you need to defend yourself. Sometimes you might notice a single solitary email or one discussion that they've excluded yourself from. However, instead of seeing that as a solitary email, you start to look for more and more evidence and then that in turn affects your behavior. So the next time you see a situation like this occur, pause for a moment and ask yourself what the activating event is. What situation is it that's triggering you? And then ask yourself what your underlying beliefs about this situation are. What story are you telling yourself about the other person? And then pause to reflect on what the consequence of this thinking is. So if you're telling yourself that your colleague can't be trusted and they don't trust you, and that's an absolute thought that you now have, and you've determined it to be fact, then perhaps you'll decide to behave in a way that protects yourself. 
So if you do notice this, go back and try to unpick it. The activating situation or event will be whatever it is. That's the fact of the situation. But your belief can be changed. Ask yourself if there's another thing that you can believe in the situation. Perhaps instead of believing that that person can't be trusted, you can ask yourself whether that person just needs more time to be able to trust other people. Ask yourself whether your value system agrees with the action that you're about to take. By changing your underlying belief in this situation, you can change your own behaviour. If you determine that this person is fundamentally a trustworthy person, but they're just behaving at this moment in a way that doesn't seem like it's trustworthy, then you can instead ask yourself what actions you can take to try and build trust between the two of you. So why is this important? Well, firstly, it stops us from feeling like the victim in a situation. It empowers us to be able to influence and change the relationship. Secondly, it breaks the spiral that is not inevitable. It just appears to be inevitable. And thirdly, it keeps us connected with ourselves, keeps us connected with our own value system. So even if it changes nothing in the relationship and the other person decides not to change their behavior, it still keeps our own integrity which helps us to stay connected and present with ourselves. And this changes the whole quality of life that we have.